long gone rare occasion where it's how long gone after dark for Chris <laughs> and how long gone mid afternoon for DJ Them Jeans, a known night owl. Not anymore. This is really a, a flip that I wasn't expecting. It's making me feel a little crazy. It's making me feel crazier than Daniel Arsham's um, new clothing line presentation. It's feeling a little flat earthy. You're like, how do time zones work? <laughs> Are they real? Are they how real? could it be dark in one place and light in another place? Well, I heard something recently that you might agree with, Jason, is that time is is you know merely a construct. You know, and I, I feel like that's some kind of third. Are you talking about the sushi restaurant? No, 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 not that. No, 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 not 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 Despot <laughs> Sushi Restaurant. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Got it. I'm talking about time as we see it as humans. As you check your Rolex, as you check your iPhone, you know, as you check mm-hmm. your Nintendo Switch, um, that that this is something that is merely given to us by society to keep us corralled. Ooh. Sounds a lot like the pandemic. Honestly, I feel like Fauci could have had something to do with time as well, but I haven't kind of like dug into that yet. The Simpsons predicted this almost 80 years ago. <laughs> the Simpsons, everybody, any, <laughs> anything happens and it's the Simpsons predicted this in, in 1999. Every, every, I mean, that, it, it is a dumb thing that you see pop up all the time, but it's also not untrue. Like there's been a number of times where you're like, Real talk, they got it pretty darn close. Like, if it was being graded on how accurate this this uh, dramatization was, it'd be like an A minus, no, right. like a ninety one or something. I mean, I've obviously crazy. I've never really seen a lot of that program because it's a cartoon, and I would like to use this opportunity to also say that uh, Jitlada is a bad restaurant. But we can keep <laughs> we can keep moving. Yeah. So what else were we talking about? Yeah. So well, before we really get started. I think the last time I, f- I felt like I was being a little too harsh on Madonna <laughs> talking about or that she resembled a river troll or something like that. Hold on. Did I somebody want, hold just, on? Did somebody from Madonna's camp threaten you? It wasn't. It w- I won't call it a threat, but it was I was put on notice. I don't know what you mean. Which which gay guy that listens to this podcast put you on notice? Well, I'm try- actually I will be honest. No, no gay guy put me on notice about this. I'm okay. trying to be proactive with my self correction. I'm trying okay. to <laughs> okay, get ahead of it okay, before okay. get ahead of it before the queens get to me. But I, f- I just wanted to be on record and saying that I am actually a, a big fan of Madonna and her music, and I shouldn't have been well, judging the way that she looks. This is this is weird. Where's Jason? Is this? I, I can't. I know Jason's got his camera turned off, so I can't tell if this is. Ag- it sounds like him. But some of the things you're saying, <laughs> because I don't think that anyone, um, like obviously, uh, talking about uh, Madonna's looks is is something that society is doing, right or wrong. I know. I just like that for once in my life, um, <laughs> I'm not the one that's feeling uh, guilty about some of his comments. But I do think that Madonna looks in. You wait. You you normally be feeling guilty about your comments sometimes i mean sometimes every now and again well, i mean the thing is when you talk this mu- i'm gonna need you to keep it all the way a band with me right now i mean you know it, when you talk as much as we do sometimes it's like i i don't remember honestly like i don't i don't Some listen stuff fall through the cracks i don't listen to this show like i don't you know i i do we do it like you know i think if, if anything's too crazy we talk about it and you know then we keep it moving but mm-hmm. i think that um I think that the Madonna thing, uh, to some extent, is is I think the, the the way that people are talking about it, her her looks in particular, is is because it's it's um like they're lashing out because Madonna was like a a sex symbol. Madonna represents like some of the greatest music ever made, sure. and I think instead of like. I feel sorry for her because she's in a prison of her own fame and psychosis. Mm-hmm. We lash out and we're like mean about it instead of being like. 
this is what fame does to someone basically Mm -hmm. like this is this is what this is what fame can do to someone um especially women because they get it obviously 100 percent worse than we do um and instead of feeling you know feeling sympathy or empathy we kind of just make fun it's also i mean making fun of stuff is funny i'm not gonna you know and that video don't get me wrong i'm not gonna stop doing it but i will every once in a while i feel bad but she has been famous for our entire lifetime so in our mind and anyone else in our generation's mind, she sort of feels like public domain as if well, this is, well, yeah, we it's can all openly speak. You know, She's a government utility that we yeah. pay taxes on and are allowed to comment on as we want to. But it's to. also, I mean, that's, it's almost, also, it reminds me a little bit of the, of the like Britney Spears thing where people all of a sudden took that up as like a, ca- a cause that like genuinely mattered. You know, like we need to, it's like guys, like I understand that what is happening to her is probably unfair, but I can't. Like I'm not going to use my voice to defend a pop star from her own dad, who's we I, I just, we we use our voice to help the voiceless, and both of those heifers have loud ass voices. So they they got loud, our help, but I think the main difference between the two, they're in fact known for it, is with with Britney's conservatorship. There was a there was somebody there was a, a head to put on a stake. There's an yeah, enemy that was identified, but with Madonna, who's who's to blame for Madonna? And don't say the man in the mirror. I wouldn't know. I I would say I, I don't know enough about Madonna to know who's to blame. Um, the only person I'm looking to blame, of course, is Amy Schumer and whoever produced that <laughs> produced produced that video. Because you know, if it if it would have been, I mean, the one cool thing about Madonna and now Cher is that they do. Consi- Schumer can take it. Let's put it on Schumer. Sorry, go ahead. Has has famously paved the way for is you know fucking backup dancers that are half your age. Which is something that I think is very, very cool. Right. That that's the relationship she's in. And now Cher is doing something similar. And I think this is a nice, like, women empowerment kind of move. Yeah. That's how often does it happen the other way around? I guess if you're a male performer and you have backup dancers, you gay anyway. So, yeah, like, that's a good, yeah, 100%. There's, there's not, it's, it's, that's, that is one thing where it's giving it up for the ladies. It's one of the coolest, it's one of the coolest, like, kind of power moves for, for an older woman. And I think that I'm glad that both both Madonna and Cher, two legends in the game, are able to stunt on us like that. It's a it's an open minded take that I like from you, and I'm surprised because you are so uh, anti dance, you know. So does this teach you that maybe dance can lead to something something nice in the in the bedroom? You know what I mean, Playa? Yeah, exactly. If <laughs> the way you move can kind of show a woman, no, of course, you know what I mean. Of course, yeah. I mean, I think that if you're a a you know. 22 year old uh latin guy with washboard abs that grew up in miami you should be dancing Mm -hmm. i think if you're a 40 year old pasty white guy that grew up in atlanta you should not be gyrating your hips in public at any point i think it's a i think that dancing is obviously a language of sex um and it it does (laughs) it does kind of you know it it, yeah okay k fed there's no exactly there's no what there's no if ands or buts about that but i do think it should be left up to the professionals as well new york changed you when is the last time you've seen a guy like a a a regular a truly regular white guy like bust some moves out and be like damn and don't say Mikey because he's not regular. No, I mean the answer to that is absolutely never. And I've spent never. I've spent hundreds of hours in the in yes. dance clubs across the world. It's always it's always somebody who's fucked up who can who can dance really well. But I do, yeah, I believe that I believe that true dance, like any 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 like kind of God given talent that you must nurture and bring uh, into a greater existence. Dance is is something that God blessed us with that only very few can do at a at a high level, high enough 
to get Madonna in the sack. High enough to bottom for Madonna. Exactly. Like, can you imagine? I mean, it's it's the pinnacle. I, I don't even know. I can't I can't even pop and lock, Jason. I can't even, you know. It's <laughs> and I know you're a five elements of hip hop guy, but even you, I, I know it's tough. If you can't pop and lock, that won't even get it. A finger inside of Madonna. That's what Chris, I'm saying. On, you're gonna have to step it up too. It's pointless. The street. It's it's pointless. But yeah, I mean, I I think that that's um I still maintain um my uh stance on dancing, and I'm not going to change that. But I'm very proud of these young hot guys who are able to um, be in relationships with powerful older women uh, thanks to their mm-hmm. kind of tippy toe dancing. Tippy toe. Do you? There's there's a new guy that's entered the chat at Equinox where. He's like a pretty buff dude who's in good shape and he's got tats and muscles and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But in between every set, no matter what he's doing on, no matter what machine he's on, I, d- I did. I he's did. looking at himself in the mirror. He's looking, I did just join. He's looking at himself in there. It's not you, Chris. For once, it's not you. He's looking at himself in the okay, mirror. Okay, okay, okay. And he's sorry, doing sorry, his sorry. choreo solo. Is this a guy that you ever see? And he okay. he looks painfully straight, which is the which is what's really throwing me off. Well, so here's the thing about this: I've seen yes, I've seen this kind of behavior before, and actually I was talking about this earlier with Al. Is that the 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 amount of mirrors in a gym um, creates mm-hmm. you, you see you see things that you shouldn't see. You know, you see people <laughs> making what can only be referred to as their like picture face. You know, it's like how they imagine mm. themselves to be hot. So it's either, you know, you see the guy kind of lift his shirt up a little bit, you know, to look at his abs. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, dude, yeah. you're, you're in fucking public. This is crazy. And also, you just did 12 reps. I don't think you're, there's going to be a visible difference in, in your <laughs> yeah. physique. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, those knee, those knee tucks, were, the form was great, but I don't think 12 <laughs> is going to. But you see people, you know, you see, you see chicks doing the classic duck lip. You know, you see them looking at their ass in a funny way. And I think um, some light choreo in the mirror is is kind of the turbo version of that yeah it and, it, and it's like something is something you shouldn't shouldn't see obviously but i saw <laughs> I should never see it. speaking of equinox my friend my reseller homie luke who i who i kind of take all my streetwear to shout out to the og luke um he he he, he posted today eight forty three a.m there's a guy in equinox with a supreme poncho and a mohair beanie on working out and i thought to myself what yeah i was like I didn't know Jason was in New York because <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't know. I didn't know anybody else owned the Supreme. It makes me you know, wonder. I, 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 maybe somebody can go on and check StockX to see if if the market is bullish. Has my influence changed the the market of this poncho? Definitely, yeah, definitely. Damn, I'm the Scott Galloway of <laughs> of rain gear. I was another experience. Equinox said is interesting. Was there's so you know at, at at all Equinox locations, I believe there's four woodway there's four good treadmills mm-hmm. you know they have they have the equinox the regular treadmill which is fine you know you can look like you're walking through you know the streets of paris or something and then they have the woodway for the real athletes where there's no tv sure and there's there's only four of those and today i was on one it's like a light phone for your legs it's so cool exactly that's a great way to think about it jason damn you're so cool you're so sick bro, bro. and then so then and then this woman walked up she saw that they were all full and she just stood there in view of all four of us staring at us, trying to kind of intimidate <laughs> us and kind of, kind of like hurrying up our workout. And she wasn't, she was, you know, probably in her like, she was probably 30, not in great shape, like uh, nothing particularly intimidating about her except the stare, just the disdain on her face for having to wait 
on a Saturday morning at 10 a.m. at Equinox. <laughs> like, d- d- like, what the fuck did you think was about to happen? <laughs> and she was staring. She was staring so much that the, so the guy next to me was full. He's like fully training for like a triathlon, like ultra, ultra marathon triathlon, like mm-hmm. has all the crazy gear on. He's running for an hour and a half. He sees the woman, the woman on the end, packing up. This bitch had a Kindle and an iPad out. No, no cap. <laughs> she had a Kindle and an iPad out. He sees her start packing it up, and he's so acutely aware of the daggers being shot by this woman that he starts pointing at the treadmill to let her know that the woman is packing up her entertainment devices. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you can't let her win. You can't help. Like no. you can't intimidate me to hurry up my workout. We're all paying members at this gym. And I, I just was, I didn't know what to do. I was so annoyed by the whole situation. <sighs> yeah. Those are, those are tough ones. And usually in those situations, then you have to, it's, you, you have to do a game of mental chicken where you kind of have to hold out. You have to tell all the other treadmill mates like, hey, guys, move it down to 1.5 because we could be here for hours. Cancel your 1230. No, no it's, it's a standoff. Where because we're going to ride out the storm. Yeah, no, it's a standoff. I almost went an extra hour just to kind of, but then one opened up, so I knew it wasn't going to do any good. But yeah, the, the politics, mm-hmm. the politics are, are on a Saturday especially are kind of... Um, hot and heavy but i have noticed this weekend was the first weekend at, at the gym where the crowds have started to go back to normal a little bit that's good i'm glad i'm glad that you're i'm glad that you're surviving over there now is the have we done anything with all this tj time since we last spoke has anything kind <laughs> of happened have you done anything cool because from what i could tell the answer is no but I just want to check. Yeah, I, I took stock of being home alone and literally the only thing I did that was different or crazy was I made pasta for lunch. Okay, so you okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was it. Okay, so you had the house yourself for days. You could have gone out, you could have done drugs, you could have driven faster, you could have lit you could have done you could have gone to San Diego and not. No, told I did all, I did all of that stuff. I did drive cool. Okay, that's good. And drugs. That was cool. I did drive fast on occasion, okay. but I could do that anytime. You I know, know you think you can, but let's be honest. Okay, so you were able to you were able to have a pasta for lunch was kind of your That was that was my version of like we're living in the upside down world, you know, everything on yeah. the normal planet is is has been switched. That was going on. So that was it. Did you pick a crazy noodle shape or anything? Well, Actually, I did make it not gluten-free. It was just regular pasta, like a bad boy. Okay. But I mean, I, I did have made, not dreams or plans to do something wild and funky, but I don't know. It's it's weird. Like once once you get into your zone and your flow, like you don't really want to disturb it no. ever. Well, also the silence is golden. Like that's the real, like yeah. being hungover for three days or whatever is not going to do any good for you. No, it is. I mean, honestly, the, yeah, the, it, I did get a lot of work done. I got a lot of writing done. It was, that part was nice. We're also preparing to do like an extreme amount of socializing while jet lagged and hungover. Mm-hmm. you know? So it's, 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 I think it's smart to prep that nasty little body of yours. Oh, it's prepped and it's not nasty. It's it's tight and right. <laughs> no one's ever said that. I um, we had an experience today. We went to we went to ABC Kitchen, one of my favorite restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for for lunch. That's where we met Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. We met at ABCV. Um, but it's in the it's in the ABC family of restaurants. Got it. I made a last minute reservation on the Resi app. <sighs> they set us in Siberia. I didn't know how to handle it. I was like, I didn't really care because I was so hungry. But like they put us in a, you know, they put us with like 
it, it just wasn't good. Well, what was it close to the the washroom? Like, what was what was wrong with that? No, no, no. It's like it's it's like there you like you walked through the entire dimly lit like cool restaurant bustling, and then there's kind of like this you know adu let's say in the back oh no not not actually obviously it's, it's part of the building but you had to yeah. walk you had to walk through like a doorway and the tables were a, a little you know it was just a little oh, everything's a little different and the service mm-hmm. was you know the service was uh we'll we'll get to you when we get to you well i noticed something i never noticed before this 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 kind of made me feel better is the table next to us was a couple seemingly on a, on a date you know like maybe a second third date um and you know they're they're talking blah 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 obsessed they're drinking obviously so they're they're having cocktails but they're asking a lot of questions you know like oh what do you like this would this be good like is that too sweet i don't know that's crazy should <laughs> i get the cheddar biscuits so so what happens is they they order their entire meal and then she was like oh but you guys want to start with the donuts or the cheddar biscuits like an upsell does not sound like a restaurant that chris block goes to by the way the guy the guy's got the rolly on and the fitted and he's like i guess yeah let's get the biscuits you know so they get the biscuits the biscuits obviously look fucking delicious anyway she comes over to us she doesn't try to upsell us one one bit oh really one thing yeah because she knew she was a terrible server but she knew <laughs> that i wasn't playing that shit like you ain't gonna get me to buy donuts for twelve fifty. <laughs> Uh, b- before my meal and that did make me feel like even though i'm in siberia where uh service is is barren mm-hmm. and you know the music barely plays at least she respected me enough to not treat me like a bozo who's ordering some enyejo cocktails at noon. <laughs> you were not a mark i wasn't a mark and that did feel good because everybody there's also they were also upselling people on something that i want to discuss with you to get a little more info on the dutch baby pancake because the Dutch baby can't pancake for twenty two, isn't that just a piece of cake? No, no, it's actually more similar to a Yorkshire pudding than it's like a sweet Yorkshire pudding, I guess. But it, but it's it's giving it's giving dessert on a high level more than a pancake or a waffle. Yeah, to me, I mean, it, I, I I think what it is is you just get like a hot cast iron pan, and you have like a pancake batter type of thing, and you pour it in and put it in the oven, and it heats up super fast, releases a lot of steam, and then you get this big poofy crunchy whole thing okay but also yeah, more yeah. to the point yeah, is okay. like if, if they are charging that much money for it it's literally like 50 cents worth of ingredients you know it's like flour water and eggs with sugar you know we also had, we had another meal last night at corner bar thanks to a friend of the show ignacio oh yes i'm dying to go visit ignacio they sent they sent out so there was there's a there was like a a very interesting ice cream flavor <laughs> Damn, Chris really be eating chanterelle mushrooms. No, with truffle on top. Chanterelle mushroom ice cream with truffle on top. How sweet was this offering? It wasn't. How savory was it? It was delicious. It was like it was it was it was one of those oh, things where no. I was like, the server, I was like, bro, don't bullshit me. Like, you know, this is funky. Like, should I order this? And he's like, well, I like funky stuff. I'm like, all right, well, that's not answering my question. Like is this good you know <laughs> and th- th- then i was like fuck it i'm trying we're gonna try it everybody agreed it was good four people at the table everybody was like this is good i don't know if i would order it again i don't know if i need this in my life mm-hmm. but it delivered it delivered a surprise ignacio always pushing the boundaries it was i was it delivered a surprise and i was i was i, was, I liked it and i've never eaten mm-hmm. truffles with something cold it was a strange sensation well i don't think i want to try that but i would 
you know, if I have my third eye open. It sounds like your third eye is opening more so now that you've been in New York, Chris. What, what, what's what's you? I mean, what choice do I have? Everybody's a freak. Everything is insane. You know, there's no there's no other there's no other choice. Everybody sucks. Everybody sucks. There's nothing. I mean, no, I I don't think my third eye is open, but I think that like when somebody presents me with a funky dessert, that's where I'm feeling the most adventurous because I love dessert so much that my heart and mind is open. Okay. You have the most open mind when it's sweet time. Yeah. Anything else, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anything all right. else, I'm out. A few things on the docket. First, Happy New Year to all the Asian homies. Year of the Rabbit. How's your hor- Did you read your horoscope yet, Chris? Uh, no. Do I, where do I go for that? You mean the, just the regular one or is there a special Asian one? Special Asian one. It's better. There's different. I'm, I'm learning a lot. There's different ones for male and for female. For the non-binary Asian homies, I don't know what which horoscope they're supposed to read. I don't know if they do both and figure out which one's better. I don't know. I like this because it seems. I actually think this is cooler because it seems more specific. I always find that I always find horoscopes. Be, they're just a little bit like it, it doesn't. I like that it's getting you know like year mm-hmm. sex like that. That that makes it feel more real to me. It does less of a shot in the dark, but they still find a way to. You know, it, it all is still a scam, of course, but it's nice to know that someone's making a little bit more of an effort than normal, right? Of course. Well, yeah. I mean, are you are you celebrating with your people? Yeah. Are you There's well t- tomorrow we got we got Tet Tet going down to Orange County. You know, there's ceremonies. You you give some blessings to okay s- some elders. You eat a bunch of food. You know, it's it's like a it's like a if New Year's Eve party happened at 11 a.m in someone's living room that was kind of the vibe okay i mean i don't really know much about it Al, to be honest <laughs> <laughs> well i <laughs> it's <laughs> i um speaking of dockets i f- forgot to mention this at the top of the show mm-hmm. which feels insane because it's pretty important new york news did you see this kind of impromptu press conference that hilaria baldwin gave on the streets no of manhattan defending her man this bitch the involuntary homie she's wearing she's wearing first of all she's wearing she might be wearing mad happy it's a sweatshirt that says empath oh wait i saw that where she's like holding coffees she's holding coffee she's wearing sunglasses and empath sweatshirt <laughs> holding caulfield and she does the full accent like her full spanish accent like we will never talk to you don't do this like leave me and my children alone and everybody's like it, this bitch is from Boston <laughs> and she's still doing like it was fully proven that she's from Boston. She has no ties to anywhere in, in outside of America <laughs> except like studying abroad or something. <laughs> and she she did this accent today when her husband is going to is going to is getting charged with manslaughter. Like <laughs> she stopped and chose to address the paparazzi herself. Was it unprompted? Like was was were people yelling at her to make a comment or do you think this was I mean look, I'm sure something that she decided to do. I'm sure that I am sure that they're constantly yelling at her for comment, but if you're married to Alec Baldwin and you have seven kids, you should know by now that that's that's the deal. Like you married a famous guy who shot somebody. This is kind of what's going to happen. Like <laughs> I don't know what like I don't know what pushed her to give this weird statement, but the accent thing is like it's it's Austin Butler. <laughs> like she decided this is who she was, the way he decided he was Elvis, and they're just rocking with it. If you if you do get to sort of choose whichever gender pronouns you want or your sexual preferences you're you know anyone's allowed to do whatever they want but they are not allowed to speak in an accent 
of a land where they're not from yet. Do you think that'll ever change? Where at a certain point, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm white passing, but I'm gonna. I talk mean, I'm put like a Cambodian guy for the rest of my life, and that's just who I am. I mean, you do it all the time, um, but I, I think that I think that I feel like our this Aust- is who I am. <laughs> I feel like our Australian friends are fine with it, um, but maybe that's it. But no, I mean, uh, this is a good question because this is something that people are like. People are deeply offended if you if you mock someone's accent, you know, from from their country. No, you're right. From, right? I, it's, it's 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 particularly offensive. Or if you're a YTPPL. No, 100%. But I wonder where the... Yeah, I mean, where do we draw the line? You're, you're kind of right. Like, where do we where do we draw the line? But I think that it, it because, because of her being fully proven to be a liar and then her continuing to do it, I think it's almost turned the corner where it's like, oh, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not even... It's not even like... It's not even offensive. It's just like, damn, this chick... Alec fucked up. He has seven I kids guess, with this yeah, crazy to, chick. To take a page out of Baldwin's book, Lemon, she's Caroline Callawaying. This is just camp entertainment now at this point. Yeah, it's just fully entertainment. And I kind of... I'm, I'm kind of... I kind of respect it. Sure. I think she's probably stoked because there's no way she actually likes hanging out with him and spending her life with him. You know, like, I don't know who would. I, why so not? Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's a, a legend, Jason. Why wouldn't you want to spend your life with him? You think the dick's weak? I would love I would, <laughs> I would love to hang out with him, grab a, a meal and a glass of scotch and, you know, hear some old stories. That side of him is great. But, you know, the day to day living with him sure that's sure. gotta be tough and and you're saying you're saying you don't want to ask alec baldwin to take the trash out because he might punch you or call you a fat pig or something i mean there's there's that stuff okay okay you're what's her name hilaria 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 you wake up you got the la perla on in the morning you, your eyes open up you're knocking the crusties knock and the first thing you see is alec baldwin <laughs> in some fucking brooks brothers boxers like farting <laughs> bro and you're like it's all worth it just die she does keep it very tight she is a yoga instructor so for having seven kids she's looking good you know (laughs) i think that the picture you're painting of alec is unfortunately it does feel pretty fair but i want to hope that he's better than that i bet he showers a lot i bet he's not an alcoholic at all (laughs) i bet he doesn't smoke any cigarettes (laughs) i bet he eats really healthy like i think she has him kind of i think he's even though it might seem to the naked eye that this is not the case, mm-hmm. I think she runs the show, TJ. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm sure that's possible, and I'm sure that's true for a lot of a lot of the day, the hours out of the day. But he's got it. He's gonna snap. He's gonna snap, crackle, and pop every now and again, and that's when you know everything is fine until he calls his daughter a pig or something like that on a phone call or pushes a guy on the street because he looked at him weird but you know how the paparazzi you know he's he, he he builds up he builds up and lets it pop but um but speaking of celebrities as well i noticed um i saw the cover of of entrepreneur magazine and steve aoki was on the cover talking about web three web tres who is who's still talking about web three <laughs> that's embarrassing okay my man but he he's wearing this outfit that's that's like a pretty insane outfit it's like a yeah it's yeah. like a, a you can just look it up on in google it i can't really explain it you know words don't do it justice but <laughs> it but we could try it's kind of like you know uh it's like a satin sequin sparkly like there's like a a pink blazer and like an, a blue ascot and like 
you know, it's like an untucked, like a Miri dress shirt. It's all stuff that you would see from like, you know, like every city has that one street where like, where like the pimps shop at, like where you go buy your Stacey Adams and stuff. It, it do be pimpish. You, you go buy your now and laters and stuff like that. But so, and, and I, and also Jordan Peterson dresses like this. Like he wears these crazy. This is a new, this is. <laughs> This is a new style. This is a new a, a new market. Is it like a is it is it kind of like uh like top dog like Grussler meets peacock like pickup culture kind of thing? Like is it supreme peacocking mixed with entrepreneurial grind set? I think these shit? guys I think these guys are just so delusional and think that they're they're just they they're so right and they're so rich that they th- here's the first problem I'm going to bet most of this stuff custom made. Oh, yeah, for sure. First problem. For sure. Custom made. Let me tell you something. You don't need a cut. Like custom made suits are really nice. But the problem is if you don't have any taste, this is what happens to you. Yeah. You pay a guy. You get you get overcharged to create a costume that looks like you work at the circus. Like these guys look. (laughs) Also, also, I just want to make it very clear. When you wear a suit. You must tuck your shirt in. Yeah, your shirt has to be tucked in. Like I know that's the least offensive thing about this. Ma- Unless magazine. you're wearing like a like a sweater or a t-shirt sure, or some yeah, type of yeah, shirt yeah. where it where it, it breaks at the at the belt line. But if it is, yeah, if you're in the stroke shirt that's meant to be tucked in, you got. If you're Fabrizio it. and you're wearing a vintage Coca-Cola shirt with your vintage Armani suit, yeah, that's fine. If you're Jordan Peterson mm-hmm. and you're wearing a skin tight <laughs> button-up shirt. You got to tuck it in if you're going to wear a, a, a jacket. You're, you you got to tuck it in. Mm-hmm. But Steve, so what is he? What is he promoting on the cover of his general entrepreneurial success? I don't. Or I, is there I don't know. Specific? I mean, he, he. It said that he was on there to talk about Web three, and I know that he's into like Pokemon cards and like NFTs and stuff. So it's probably just that. Okay. Like the future okay. of him and NFTs and stuff. Okay. And so they. Okay. So <laughs> you're telling me the Entrepreneur Magazine, which is uh-huh. you know obviously a failing vanity title. Don't let, let's not get twisted. It's like Forbes. But you're saying to me that these guys, these guys said Web three. We need an expert. Who can we get? And they they got Steve Aoki, a DJ and pizza restaurant owner. Yeah. The the here's the here's the headline: <laughs> Entrepreneur. Dot com confused about web3 steve aoki dissects his business to show how you can make money the dj turned digital entrepreneur has a gift for seeing the potential in strange things he did look to be fair he did see the potential in dj them jeans so i can't i mean there's some validity to that statement yeah he's 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 dressed like <laughs> dude it's crazy like mgmt at the grammys he no no it's it's really I'm sending you a photo. No, right no. Now. I mean, I remember I, I saw it, but I don't know if like, <laughs> oh, oh damn, bro. Guys, honestly, I can't even. I, I can't. I, I don't understand. You See, you. we need to have Steve. If you're listening, let me. I mean, I have no sense of style, obviously. Let me be your stylist. We don't have to do this anymore. I just don't know what the like. Is he at the point where he's too powerful? Like he no one can tell him shit. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I think when you're at that point where you're just so busy working and grinding and cold plunging, you don't have. You're like you basically live every day with like you just wear like board shorts and a t-shirt because you're just always like, you know, doing bat flicks, back flips or cold plunges, one of the two, and that's it. So like when it's time to put on like a nice outfit, you have no idea what to do. And some yeah, like a the you know one of your social media interns is like. 
dude, you should wear this. It looks dope. And you're like, okay, whatever. Give it to me. Put it on. I have no idea. Guys, I can't even. I don't okay, have time a, for the shit. A, just to get into a true description, it's a it's a pink, <laughs> but it's a fabric with like a, a, a tonal like print on it. A pink shawl collar. Shawl. It's pink with a, a, a blue, baby blue shawl collar mm-hmm. with different color buttons on the sleeves. Yeah, the, the four buttons and also each button on the sleeve has different color stitching that correlates to each button so the blue button it's the stitching on that buttonhole is with blue it's really it's really i mean i've seen the 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 twitter account the die workwear guy has been really chronicling the jordan peterson outfits and it's very fun oh really yeah it's really funny because it's like it's it's true there's like this thing where like i think modern men like think that like when they see, they don't understand that a, a coat when you're wearing a suit, like a, a, a jacket, like a blazer, mm-hmm. like it's supposed to be like a little longer, like it, it's more flattering when it's like a little longer on the body. But there's this other, these guys all wear these jackets that like almost stop at their waist, like they're like a 50s stovepipe worker. Yeah, and a lot of people were wearing stuff like that at, at the Golden Globes as well this year. The short jackets. Yeah, the short jacket stops right at the waistline. It's just a very strange, it's, it's just like, Again, it can be pulled off, obviously, but I think overall, when I see guys, and you you might not realize this when you're looking at it because you're not a nerd, but you're like, oh, that jacket fits better. It's because it's a little bit longer. Like it's because it's it's just, and that's how shoots traditionally fit. But now we've got Aoki and Peterson disrupting the industry, and it's not good for anybody. And I, you know, I don't want to blame and Tate. I don't want to blame Suit Supply, but they have to have they have dirty hands. I don't know who is making these suits, but it does need to stop. Um. And yeah, like I said before, sorry, sorry, Steve, but you know, someone's got to if someone's got to tell you that fit ain't that someone has to say nan nan to you. <laughs> how often? Do, how often do you think? Um, how often do you think that Stevie Oki listens to this podcast? Be honest. Never. He's never listened to this. Never listened to this. Not once. No, absolutely not. Do you think he listens to podcasts? I think 50% chance he remembers my name. No, Jason, you literally <laughs> spent like every night of your life with this guy for like seven years. I know, but still. You really think it's that fucked up? Okay. No, I mean, right. once, you, once you're once you off on like a different world and different people, I mean, obviously he'll know know who I am. I'm, I was exaggerating there, but like. If I'm going to listen to a podcast, it's not gonna, It's going to be obviously biohacking. So I get it from that standpoint. Fuck yeah. He's, he's, he might be listening to some light huberman lab to figure out how to like live longer or something like that shout out to huberman i think huberman listens to this podcast if so you do send me a dm i don't know i have like a weird feeling that's i don't I've, i don't understand him i don't know anything about it i just see emily oberg reposted on instagram he's like a bro like a stanford scientist who's also buff and hot and like tatted up okay so he's okay so he's like the more he's like the most acceptable of those guys for the reasons you just stated is that the overall it's kind of like um like mit meets west coast choppers kind of vibe (laughs) (laughs) i would love if he changed his description of his show (laughs) to mit meets west coast choppers but but to distill it down the most you know it's it's just the, he's the king of bro science, you know. Yeah, sure. So, but but he also, I imagine, he makes it digestible for dum dums, like like. But but he's smarter than Rogan. Oh yeah, yeah, much smarter. But I, I think his thing is, okay. is it might not be so much where you're uh, you're you're trying to dumb something down for the masses or, um, you know, 
pandering to to the bros i think what he might do is tell or talk about things and use complex scientific words and language because when you listen to it it makes you feel like you're smarter even though you have no idea what this person's talking about Mm -hmm. but if they're using these big words and talking about these things that you know are about getting buff and like being able to like not be hung over then it makes you pay attention to it more and you know when you hang out at your next kickback yeah. you can no, no, sure, mention sure. Yeah, amino yeah. acid depository yeah. so he's 95 t- c points so, so he's talking about okay i understand so he's talking about like kind of general bro topics in a smart way actually so it's like it's the opposite okay that that makes that makes a little more sense because it makes people feel good yeah it's like it's like any any subject that he's talking about could be a headline from maxim magazine like how to please her in bed, you know, or like how to, you know, survive leg day or Well, that's that sounds good. Ultimate okay. hangover cures. So his ult- okay, so smoke weed and take a perk. By the way, we got to talk about I'm sorry. Yes. We got to talk about this yes. young thug getting the perk <sighs> at the in the courtroom. You can't you can't blame the guy for trying. I can't blame the guy for trying, but I just want to be clear cuz I you sent me the video and I'm just he got fully caught. Like there's no question that this happened. Yeah, so if if you if for listeners who don't know, a friend of his who is also I don't know, he may have been on trial or like was waiting awaiting trial or something like that, but he went to sort of pay his respects with a with a little side hug or something to him and then handed off a, a Percocet pill hand to hand in the middle of a live courtroom. Jesus Christ. While he was, you know, the fate of his life was about to be chosen. And I mean, look, now's I, a good time for me to try to illegally smuggle drugs into jail. And he got caught. And then, you know, the other guy who gave the drugs to him, he like kind of bailed. He got caught and he tried, they, they had to go to take him to the hospital and pump his stomach because he tried to swallow oh all the other shit he had on him. I didn't re- I didn't realize that. But I w- I was just thinking it was just really making you think like if you're just I've been sitting in jail for months. I I have I've had a crippling drug addiction for basically yeah. my entire life oh, and yeah. now I'm clean and sober. And my friends like, "Yo, when when we go to court today, I'm going to give you a perk and tonight you're going to Oh, it'll it'll be one one positive nice night let me say something let me say something. months full of hell let me say something bro (laughs) do you know how good that one perk first of all one perk doesn't do shit to a grown man that's how so that's how clean he is is that one would have sent him to fucking mars and he was thinking about it oh my god bro! he was so excited you're in your bunk you're in you know you're you're in hell you're in jail your life sucks you go from being a famous guy who can do whatever he wants well have you seen to being a prisoner and and that's so close to to being high on percocet and then it's all taken away and now that's never going to happen. They're going to be keeping a close eye on him. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. the I mean, rest he, of his yeah. life. I mean, do you know? Well, if you've seen what's going on with the Gunna stuff too, like all the everybody's unfollowing Gunna. Yeah, <laughs> even Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 Michelle Obama. <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Michelle Obama followed Gunna because she is a real one. As we, uh, as we. Let suspected. me be clear. We do not. Uh, <laughs> fuck was twelve. <laughs> Uh, let me be clear uh, that's can you imagine barack and michelle being like <laughs> i can't believe he rolled over at the dinner table like with like <laughs> them talking about them talking about gonna being a, a snitch and how they're ysl for life i think this is all i think this is all young thug i blame thug i i agree i don't think gonna i i have a i just don't think gonna would have done that no if he, he wasn't told it's cool 
Like if he wasn't told like you're good, like it's it's all you know what I mean. I don't think he would do that. As as much as I love the music of Young Thug and his childlike personality and his based wisdom, he he is most likely kind of an evil person. You know. I don't know. I I just don't know. I mean, what do you do? It's like what what do you do? Because it's it's like if your man tells you you're just you've been in jail for so long. Like you said, I, I don't think people and even we can't comprehend. The like going from being a famous multimillionaire w- doing whatever you want for years to being in so- yeah, you wake up snap your fingers somebody starts sucking your dick whatever it is you want is there unlimited money you're in solitary confinement like these guys were literally like i think gunna was literally in solitary for a while like that's like Oof. there's nothing trust me i just did i just did three days when bay was out of town bro it ain't easy though. it ain't easy it ain't easy. I've been off perks for six years. It ain't easy. But the, so the the um, <laughs> the 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 change is so severe. And then if your man is like, you know what, like do your thing. Like you got to go. Like I'll, you know, whatever. If that's what happened, like you don't think twice about that. Mm-hmm. You're under. You're like. You're literally like. This is the work that I didn't. My life can't get worse. You know. So it's like it's not like he's of of sound mind to make this decision. Regardless. True. Yeah, you're in desperation mode. The whole thing is crazy. I I, I kind of can't believe it's real, honestly. Like the using uh, the using lyrics in court thing is one of the most twisted, fucked up things that like I that that could possibly. It's really wild. And like I know that I think certain states are like outlawing it now. Oh yeah, for but sure. like that's really one of the that's really fucked up. And I I don't I mean that's just really I don't know. I, I'm shocked that it yeah, even up. though they're saying like oh you can you you can't really do that. You have to throw that out in court. They still hear it. It's also like what it's it's the same thing as like once you go to couples therapy, the relationship's already over. Like once they're trying to figure out a way to use your lyrics against you in court, even if they can't legally do that specifically anymore that means it's only a matter of time until they find the other like it's gonna happen well that's what always confuses me when they're like somebody says something they can't say in court and the judge is like jury disregard that it's like bitch what you you heard it like what the (laughs) fuck you mean so i'm just gonna forget that this guy said i shot like what do you mean like that's not human beings don't work like that like that's not how it works i'm not gonna forget something juicy that someone said it's still in my saved fault it's still in my recently deleted (laughs) file folder like your honor judge i'll i'll don't worry i swallowed the key you know what i'm saying i'm good bro i'm a vault <laughs> yeah put this one judge i put that in the vault yeah it's like i don't i don't know how that i don't know how that works but yeah i mean oh uh, let the let the record state uh i put that on my mama <laughs> that i will never remember that don't worry uh. when we're in the room deliberating over shitty sandwiches for the next 18 days i'll never remember what that i'll never remember that small detail uh did you um did you see uh, the pictures of Robert Pattinson at Dior? Yes, the one where he looks like Tar. The the best response I saw was, "Fellas, we got to start. You, you got to start wearing pants again. This skirt shit is over." That's just what you said. No, no, no. So I mean, I said that, but a lot of people are saying that, and it's like I think that right. the, the skirt thing, as much as I, it's been it's been abused. Well, it's between this and the guy from Emily in Paris wearing the Louis Vuitton skirt um looking looking terrible like it's just like that was rough they did robert pattinson kim Kim jones and robert pattinson so dirty bro this guy robert pattinson is this is this is what's happening though this is my theory on this robert pattinson is such a classically he's just a really good looking straight white guy yeah he's straight let's go with that they want him to be weird so bad that they do shit like this to him and he just he's like how much you pay me i don't give a shit all right like yeah (laughs) 
I'll wear a fucking <laughs> fur. I'll wear a fur jacket with a skirt and boots, like whatever. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. look good. Like skirts can look cool. This does not look cool. I don't know. Like it's it's shocking to an extent to me. This this made it. It is it. shocking. Yeah, just because just because it's a skirt does not mean it's okay. You're Robert Pattinson. You are a sex symbol male with cheekbones chiseled from from marble. You should not dress like Mary J. Blige on the red carpet. <laughs> yeah, dude, that does not serve anyone whatsoever. Can you imagine looking? Who like, is it for? Like, can you imagine, bro? If I look like Robert Pattinson, I'm literally wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Like it's some James Dean level shit where it's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm dressing like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Just yeah, like I'm good. Just like, a, a thin t-shirt that's not very loose <laughs> and a pair of dickies yeah. some vans yeah like i'm, I'm good. walking around i'm good bro king of the world i'm good like it don't nothing else matters it's crazy like timothy chamelet is a little is a little twink so he has to try a little harder but like pattinson even the guy from emily in paris that guy is hot that guy's extremely good looking classically handsome good looking guy like Mm-hmm. Just wear some clothes, dude. Put on a suit. You're a classically handsome, good-looking guy. Why are you wearing the quinceanera dress on the <laughs> no, red dude. carpet? He went. He went quince. <laughs> he went quinceanera skirt with the cropped sweater too. He said Emily in Guadalajara. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. And it's like it's 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 just like I don't think you're. I, I guess I do, I'm just like whatever you think this is doing, guys. It's not doing that. Mm-mm. Like it's just not. It's it's not doing that. And I, I don't know what, I don't know if we have an end in sight. I never, I, I just don't know if, I think this might be something that continues because it's just going to trickle down. And next thing we know, I mean, it's a guy from Netflix wearing one. Like how much, I mean, wait till the <laughs> Peacock guys get a hold of these skirts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know how far this could go, dude. This started with the, I mean, it's a, it's a long fall from the top, Jason. Speaking of long falls, I, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about, um, airlines you want to say what what podcast it was I, I i'm trying to remember actually i don't even remember it was it was earlier in the week but it it made me realize it reminded me of uh, some a, a fun thing to add to chris airlines okay the, a guy was telling a story about how he was he was like sitting in first class and then um like a fan of his was walking down the aisle and did like a stop and or not a fan but maybe like a fellow comedian or something like that did a stop and oh, it was Neil. It was a Neil Brennan podcast. You're saying the comedians fly first class to go play for 20 people at the Chuckle Factory? Uh, not all of them, but some of them do. Okay, okay, that's cool to know. I didn't realize the, one, okay. the ones that drive Lamborghinis to the store definitely do. Uh, the, the ones that hang, the ones that hang out with NBA players because they write Nike commercials. That's yes. what, that's the ones that kind of okay, okay. And and talk telling the story about how somebody did a stop and chat with him while he was in first, and then holding up the line because another guy was and yeah. the the glare that you get from everybody behind him like this fucking guy and then uh he he said when somebody was really pissed off they walked past him and kind of like maybe checked them a little bit with their bag you know what i mean like gave him a little Whoa. bop you know what i mean not like a okay. full not like a full offensive attack but a little like oops did i hit you with my carry-on i'm so sorry like that kind of like when the the flight attendant a tj move hits you a in TJ the knee move. with the with the cart the drink cart and they're like oh yeah sorry your knee shouldn't have been you know they love that knees and elbows knees and elbows knees and elbows coming through the yeah. cabin knees and elbows. So th- that kind of energy and uh and they were talking about the the bop and it, it had me thinking about you know there there should be a world it's combining the art i'm kind of stealing their idea but adding a little flavor to it 
on, in the art world, you walk into a gallery, there's a bunch of paintings, and you'll put a little red dot next to the one that you want to buy. Sure. So so here's here's the rule on Chris Air. You walk in, first class, let's say there's 20 people there. Every person on the plane has one red dot sticker. And you go, and whichever person in first class who you hate, you think they shouldn't belong there, they don't deserve it. They're an asshole. They're a douchebag. Whatever you know, you always get on the plane and you're like, "Where is this fucking person in first class?" Like you, always. you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, ca- and then camera operator. So everyone cam- sitting in co- camera <laughs> operators do travel a lot, so it's crazy. Exactly. Or just like a terrible mom who's letting their kids like jump and jump around, or like the super douchey scammer guy. Whoever it is, where you're like, oh, I really wish that that person was sitting in like row sixty eight next to the mm-hmm. toilet instead of mm-hmm. b b2 so everyone sitting in economy coach comfort plus whatever you get one sticker and then you put that sticker next to the seat number of whoever you hate in first class at the end once everyone's boarded you tally up the stickers whoever has the most votes they have to go they have to go <laughs> sit in coach and then everyone in coach this is good come together and then you decide like who who deserves to go Sit in first class, you know, make a wish vibe, kid in a wheelchair, whoever, you know, somebody who's okay, family member just died, they get nominated. No, I, like, I like this because this, this is a great, this is a, this is a great idea. This is a great idea, and it brings people together and also pushes them apart, which could cause violence in the air. Which uh, at Chris era, we taught we don't encourage, but we do tolerate <laughs> if, if, if it's a deserving, if it's a if it's a deserving party. But this, this reminds me, I mean, the, the real issue with with this and something that i've thought about a lot is you know they they act like boarding first is a privilege (laughs) because in in theory you're getting like overhead space here's the thing i want to board last i want to walk on the plane five minutes before it's going to take off put my duffel bag above my seat because if you're in first class they should reserve that the, the bins for you mm-hmm. and then i take off i don't they, they usually do i don't want to sit for 40 minutes and get hit with bags and like you know it doesn't it's not a pleasant experience it would be better to board last but we've we've fucked it up we've gone too far but now. some people some people get the pleasure and enjoyment of sitting in first class and then making eye contact with every single person that walks by you know, to the back of the plane where you get to feel that little moment of superiority. Yeah, but we all know that that's loser shit. You know what I mean? We know, yes, I know those people exist, but we shouldn't reward them. We should take that away from them and make them board. (laughs) Like, how nice is it to board a plane 10 minutes before it's going to take off? sit in your seat it's like the extra time i'm you're literally if you sit in delta one you're literally on the plane for 35 40 minutes before it takes off minimum not unlike not unlike young thug a prisoner in your seat it's it's honestly it makes it makes no sense and i think uh but i do like the idea of kind of just a group vote and just to be clear no refunds you know you you <laughs> you act, you look like this you act you like knew what this. this was when we get in, when we went into it It makes it but it, it does you know i don't like gamifying things jason but in this case <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna let it go i think it's a pretty fun idea i just think a lot of people need to be brought back down to earth me included you know and if it happened to me and i got kicked back to 46 c i'm gonna be thinking about what i did to get this like did i say something is it my pants you'd be on your kendrick humble shit i would never be on my kendrick shit but yeah i would be that's <laughs> that's one but before we wrap up that's one thing i would like to add also just after my first full week at equinox um the only time i've ever seen people wearing kendrick lamar merch guys at equinox mm-hmm. 
only time I've ever seen it in my entire life. You mean in New York? In my life. Or ever. In my life. I don't think I've <laughs> like like people in LA are still wearing Astro World and kids see Ghost. I've never seen mm-hmm. no one big steppers morale, whatever <laughs> that shit is called. I've never seen that in real life until Equinox in in Manhattan. Damn, bro. I've seen three guys in a week. I don't know what to tell you. That's tough. It's crazy. And my heart go out to you. The fashion at uh, the Glendale Equinox is just beyond that. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's so much worse. That it's taken it too far. I'm um before we before we wrap up, I do um, you know, we're very excited about going to London. I'm I'm really getting in the zone, mate. Oh yeah, that's right. Forgot about London. We're leaving. We're leaving um very soon to cross the pond, and we're very excited. The the matches. It's a full takeover of the Five Carlos Place, um, and uh, the show is the the show is going to be fun. Our special guest is uh is hopefully she knows what she's getting into. Um, and the moth club sold out a lot more quickly than we thought. We weren't, we, we weren't sure how much the, the people of England loved us. Um, and enough of them do that. We should do an, another show in the near future. Yeah. Hopefully in the summertime, we'll come back out and do uh, a show at a bigger venue, um, to make sure everyone can get in. Sorry about that. We didn't, you know, I guess we need to talk to our therapist about our self-confidence issues or whatever, but we didn't think it was going to be that crazy, but thank God it was. Thank God it was, but yeah, we're looking forward to it. it London might be more our, our biggest market compared to LA and New York. Son of a bitch. I know. Who knew? Uh, who knew? But yeah, I'm looking, we love you guys. I'm looking forward to it and I'm going to, um, you know, try not to eat much, much of the, the food. Um, cause it did, I did have some issues last time. Oh, that's um, right. So, no no saucy dover soul at 11:58 a.m. <laughs> um is is something that i've i've kind of learned jason will be getting more adventurous of course just get a wrap from the sainsbury and play it safe but yeah we also just to give you a a, a programming update while we're in london um i think some of you will be happy this maybe some of you won't but it's going to be chris and jason only uh for that week um, just because of scheduling, it's easier for us just to kind of bang it out at the beautiful standard London. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a nice studio. They have a nice studio for us um, that they're they're generously allowing us to use. Um, so you'll be getting full London reports um, for, for that week. And uh, it'll be how long gone live from the chicken shop all week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's it's our version. We're gonna go, Chris, babes. What's your favorite color? Have you ever tried pizza? It's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Pizza's quite good, yeah. I don't like drinking water. I like soda. That being said, I think she's going to come to our show. So um, <laughs> uh, hopefully, my girl Amelia, 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 chicken shop date. Come on, come on. How long gone? We need you. You're the you're the voice that England needs. Um, and 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 how long gone needs your support. Um, we have some guests crossover. We have some friends in common. Um, I don't think it's that far of a stretch. I don't eat chicken, but like mm-hmm. I'm down to have a chat. You can have a chip though, Chris. I can. That's true. I can have. I, have a, I can have a couple chips for the camera. Ooh, with a little malt vinegar sauce. Oh, baby. I do love that. I do love that. But yeah, how long gone? Uh, we'll be coming to you live from uh, London, England, all next week. Uh, we'll see you at matches on the 26th. We'll see you at Moth Club on the 29th. You'll see Jason uh, stumbling through Mayfair drunk a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you see him, don't approach him. 
kind of let him do his thing because he can. <laughs> he can. You know, I, I just don't. I don't trust you fully. You know, what I'm I not P twenty two, bro. Come on. I don't know. I don't know what you're like. I mean, we haven't done this before. We've never crossed the pond together in this way. Yeah, that's true. Well, just pre- be prepared. You're gonna see me smash a lot of pint glasses and a lot of punters' heads. That's kind of my main okay. favorite thing to do. <laughs> Great. I I can't wait. I can't wait. It's for not a sex thing, and it's not not a sex thing. That makes sense for you. All right. How long gone? Uh, thank you guys for listening as always, and uh, we will see you uh, in London next week. Make it all clear Run out lines Don't make sense Love myself Better than you I know it's wrong So what should I do And one more special Message to go And then I'm done And I can go home Love myself Better than you I know it's wrong So what should I do